Good morning or good afternoon. <laughs> good good early afternoon. Yeah. Good early um, afternoon. Well, I was going to say welcome to our podcast and I was going to say the name, but we're still in a little bit of the process of, I guess, getting that figured out. Yeah. I think we have two very good contenders, though. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we have a, we have a, I mean, I'm still trying to see what I think of, but we're probably overthinking it a little bit. Yeah. Well, yeah. I like both of them. And for the people listening in who don't know, um, our two um, names were Sauron's Angels and um, what was the other one? I, I don't know. They reacted to a lot of them. We sent it in the group chat. Oh, that's true. Or our that's friend true. group chat. So it could mm-hmm. be a bunch of them. But Sauron's Angels is on the table. I do I'm like not opposed that one. to it. Yeah. <laughs> I like that one. There was also um, Everything Rhymes with Orange. Mm, I like mm-hmm. that one. Uh, we're Baby. We're Hungies. <laughs> <laughs> Suck It Losers. Niv and Nia take over the internet. Um, it's Not Quiet. <laughs> I actually had, I don't, I haven't heard that before, but I mean, I like it. Just like when people say it's, it's quiet fine. and you know, we're not quiet. Oh, it's not quite okay yeah that's not i actually like that okay well i like it well do you want to start with intro yeah yeah let's do it um i guess i'm introducing myself hi my name is nia i am 21 and i live in urbana illinois (laughs) (laughs) um yeah obviously things are super different because of covid um haven't been doing much in quarantine and that does not mean that my brain has stopped so i still have a lot that i want to talk about and that's why i want to do this podcast with my lovely friend Ooh, cute Ugh. yeah <laughs> <laughs> um okay hi i'm niv um i also live in urbana technically um, I am 22, so I'm no longer baby, I guess. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, and yeah, I mean, if it's like, you know, I mean, every, there's always white men doing podcasts and I was like, you know what, if they can do it, we can definitely do it. Absolutely. So, yeah. Yeah. <sighs> we well, are not white, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> I guess we should have said, yeah, we're not white. We are, we are. We are people of color, baby. They're spicy, yes. <laughs> spicy. Yeah. Yeah. We're not spicy whites either. Uh yeah. Yeah, no. We're not Italian or or <laughs> Spaniards or what what's the other one? Like I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Greece. We're, we're not, not white passing. Yeah, we're not from Sicily. Yeah, we're, not, we're not from Sicily. <laughs> yeah. We're not from there's that one island in um Italy. Gosh, what's the name? Malta. We're not from Malta either. Malta? Yeah. yeah. It's a it's an island. I feel like yeah. I feel like if there's a white girl and she's trying to say, like, oh, I'm not white, I'm from Malta, <laughs> but it's just an island of, of Italy. Yeah. We're not from Malta. No. We're not we're not European. We're not South African. Uh and by South mm-hmm. African I mean like Dutch people that are like we're African. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um 
Yeah. Like Charlie's theorem. You know, you know her yeah. her Instagram or Twitter is like Charlie's Africa or something. Oh like my that. god. Are you serious? So I actually funny. didn't know that. Yeah. Oh, you 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 should find it. It's it's something like that. It's like it's like it's it's, it's a meme. <laughs> um yeah, no, we're not. I'm I am I am South Asian, I'm Indian. Yeah. And I'm black. <laughs> yeah yeah okay so what is this podcast um it's a lot of things um pop culture has Mm -hmm. chewed us up and spit us out as americans and i think we have a lot to say about it about how it shapes us and affects us and also you know more serious issues about like um you know discrimination and gayness and just any number of things that we can talk about i think is what this podcast is um yeah in a world of podcasts with you know less focus on intersectionality and things like that which we are very into yeah yeah i feel like we kind of have grown up in a time where we kind of grew up with the internet while the internet itself was you know really like being developed and becoming what it is today. Mm -hmm. So exactly. We're kind of like what pop culture has evolved into, but we're woke about it. (laughs) I hate the word woke, but you know, yeah, yeah, we're woke about it. We want to talk about these issues. We're, as you can tell, very funny. We are (laughs) hilarious. We're essentially comedians. So yeah. Um, What are we talking about today? What better way to start off pop culture than to talk about Twilight, which is the quintessential, I think, I don't know. I was going to say, I was going to say something quintessential. I don't know what it is. Just quintessential. It just, it's defined our, us growing up. It's just defined us as people, you know, what happened? When did Twilight come out? I think like 2005, 2006, right? It was like 2008, right? Let's look it up right now. As in we, I mean me. Um, 2008. Okay, so it came out in 2008. So while we were, you know, getting emo. 10 years old. Crying about vampires. The housing market was crashing. So it was was the best of times. It was the worst (laughs) of times. Um, But yeah, how did you first hear about Twilight? Like, how did you first, like, get into Um, it? Okay, so the books started getting popular before the movies. And so... There was this girl who sat across from me at um, our, our lunch table, and she was just always reading these big-ass books. And I was like, oh, it's Twilight. Um, interesting. And then they came out with uh, the cover with, you know, you know how, like, the first movie had them all, like, dressed in black for the movie promotionals? And, like, they were all, like, yeah, standing yeah. in, like, a line. Bella's in the middle, and Edward's, like all up there mm-hmm. like I saw that on the book cover and I was like whoa I gotta get into this <laughs> so I um I started <laughs> reading the books I think that's how I got into it but like that was probably the year before it blew up um in film and I just I just got right into it um <laughs> I, I was mm-hmm. so invested mm-hmm. the, I feel like if I had to say one thing that defined literally anything from 2008 to honestly when the last movie like 2011 i really can't tell you anything except for twilight <laughs> yeah like, i don't remember anything else that happened in my life 
<laughs> it's just a block yeah. of Twilight. <laughs> it's literally just Twilight. It's like no thoughts, head empty, but the only thing in the, like, you know, like head empty except yeah. for Twilight. Like just one singular, like Twilight <laughs> book in my brain. I think for me, it was my cousin who like read the book. She's like reading it in class, actually, like in her mm-hmm. high school. Um, and she's like, yeah, like it's this book, whatever. And then I saw the cover with the apple and I was like, I honestly, I thought it was a cookbook. I was like, that's the, that's the biggest cookbook I've ever seen. <laughs> and then, and then obviously, you know, like two seconds later, I was like, oh, it's not a cookbook. Um, and then I actually, I didn't, <laughs> I didn't even read the book until I had watched the first movie. So I watched the first mm-hmm. movie. Um, with the with the same cousin, I watched it, and again we were like, "What? Like, how old were you in in, in fifth grade?" This was 2011. I was just like, the year of Obama and Twilight." Yeah, it was the year of <laughs> Obama, Twilight, and the housing market crash. <laughs> so much in one year. Yeah, so I remember watching the movie, and I okay. Here's the thing: until like about maybe a couple years ago, I always pretended as if I didn't like it. I was one of those people, you know, like I wanted to, like, I was like, I was like, I'm not one of those. Oh, girls, no, no. Know? Was- oh, okay. Okay. I just, I thought that was just like me. Cause everyone else like was pretty out and about about it. <laughs> Even my mom, like, you know, they're like very like, you know, like we like twilight. Mm-hmm. It's fine for me. I was just like, I'm not one of them. I am very content reading Percy Jackson. I was like, <laughs> I, I love Percy Jackson and, and um, Harry Potter. Thank oh my you. goodness. You yeah. know, I, I you know, you know, like yeah. in, right, you know, like in Parks and Rec when Leslie's like, you know, she's like, I'm more of a Harry Potter girl myself <laughs> in that one Twilight episode. That was yeah. me. Oh, the um, Twilight episode, I forgot. Okay, right, Just yeah, great, great references. <laughs> Think you got to keep the pop culture. Yeah. Um, so I, I, I read it, and I just, I read all of them. I was, I was immersed. I like, I totally like pretended as if I wasn't like into Twilight mm-hmm. at all, and I was like, oh, you know, but you know, yeah. it obviously. Yeah. yeah, how could you not? I was. like, it just it was everywhere. Like, there was no avoiding That's true. Twilight. Um, yeah, honestly, do you think? And I'm I'm just like, spec- do you think when Twilight was like at its craze, do you think it's like comparable to like Game of Thrones in terms of like popularity? Oh yeah, and like just like prevalence and like media. Oh yeah, honestly, like I mean, like it kind of set the stage for like Game of Thrones and like that kind of like cult like mentality. Like, um, I mean, I guess we we kind of got used to that with Harry Potter, right? Like, growing up with that. But Twilight mm-hmm, is just, mm-hmm. like, very, like, teen romance, very, very angsty. <laughs> um, yeah. Kind yeah. of. I mean, not to be, like, like sound like an old person, but, like, kind of erotic, you know? Like, in the way they kind of, like, <laughs> yeah. look at each other and, like, wrestle yeah, with each other. Yeah, so, like, yeah. it, it was, it definitely, like, broke the ground for that. Maybe it kind of, like indoctrinated us into <laughs> into Game of yeah. Thrones and all that. Twilight, yeah. I think, compared to everything else that's, like, prevalent right now, like, in terms of, like, you know, like, sexualized media, mm-hmm. at the time, everyone was like, oh, Twilight, it's so overt. But really, they just stared at each other longingly <laughs> yeah. for, like, four movies, you know? <laughs> Versus, like, I feel like with Fifty Shades of Grey and everything, like, I don't know oh, what weird God. timeline we're in right now, <laughs> but Twilight was truly the blueprint. Yeah. I feel like Definitely. a very innocent blueprint. Yeah. And like, yeah. it just, it was so interesting to me because um, I'm thinking back on it and I had, I was reading a lot of like teenage books, quote unquote, as my mom would say. And so she mm-hmm. made me like, like, but it's like around the time I started reading them. So like fifth grade is when the first one came out and I had all four of them because the series 
was written from 2005 to 2008 so it was done by that point and she made me mm-hmm. like put them on like a, a shelf with a bunch of other books that she thought um weren't acceptable for me to be reading <laughs> so I had to like sneak and read them and oh yeah I did yeah. too yeah yeah especially like Breaking Dawn like the last one there's that sex scene with like the you know he's breaking the bed and mm, um right right and right. in the book like they don't describe anything but she like not yeah. at all yeah it's so it's so innocent and yeah right. yeah no I remember like I remember like when that came out and like everyone was just like oh like you know you have to be this age to read it and I was just like you know I don't yeah. care so I, I looked through it and I I like I searched for I couldn't even find it for like the longest time <laughs> because it's like you know like yeah. again like we're gonna get into this a little bit later about Stephanie Meyer and being Mormon and all yeah. that but it's just like it's so it it truly was so innocent really but I guess at the time everyone really like they everyone was like oh like this is like this is what teenagers you know like are doing now oh this is so sexualized but i mean if they if they knew what was to come <laughs> they would not they would not have been so rough on exactly, twilight exactly exactly yeah right um, okay so now this begs the question are you team edward or team jacob i have always been team edward i have been loud about it i am proud of it <laughs> um, edward just he uh, Okay, well, no. What's your team? And then we can, like, have arguments about it. Well, okay, here's the thing. I've switched. I, I was never, I guess, loyal enough to stick <laughs> to one. I started off Team Jacob, and then by, like, right now, like, where I am, you know, where I am in, like, my life right now, I, I would say I'm Team okay. Edward. So, I'll, for the sake of this argument, I'll argue as Team Jacob. Okay, okay. What, why, all right, all right. why were you so Team Jacob? Well, okay, here's my thing. When I first started watching the Twilight series, I did not find Robert Panson. I'm sorry to Robert Panson. I just wasn't into him like that. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I just didn't get it. He really looked like he didn't want to be there. And I mean, <laughs> and to be did. fair, he didn't. <laughs> um, but he just like constantly like looked so mad. And I guess like that's uh, him like playing Edward. So I, that's totally fair on his part. I just wasn't vibing with that. Like I just, the vibes weren't there for me. So Taylor Lautner, on the other hand, I don't know. I he just like he popped on screen. He popped. He, he did stand out. He popped. That <laughs> Thank you. The, Thank the, you. That horrible lace front wig in the first two movies oh, before he cuts it. It's so bad. <laughs> it's so aw- it's so bad, man. They had so much money and they gave him such a bad <laughs> wig. It's like of all the things to invest your money in. Yeah. yeah. Um and um, there was also the element, I guess, where I felt like Bella was kind of stringing him along because I feel like that was a big thing in the Team Jacob like argument was that he was being he was like a replacement, like she used him as a replacement, and that he um, was being kind of played again. Now that I've read it and like I've kind of gone back and seen that, you know, that when he like tried to like force kiss yeah, her yeah. and like everything, you know, like those elements, I don't agree with at all. And and I mean the ending with her daughter. Let's I don't we don't have to get into yeah. that, but that's a whole thing too. I think I've I've definitely that's why I think as I've grown, I've definitely seen like ways in which Bella. I guess maybe she wasn't right in like stringing him along, but it's not like she owes him anything either right and i wouldn't even, she just wanted a friend i don't even know if i would say stringing them him along because that's kind of like him projecting on her projecting yeah like yeah. she was mm-hmm. clearly like really depressed in new moon and like she needed a friend and he made it kind of romantic when they weren't really doing romantic stuff i feel like mm-hmm. um well they did go see a movie i guess you could do that with <laughs> the friends movie too. scene <laughs> oh 
It's so good. Oh, wait, no, she went with Mike. Mike and, Never and mind. Jacob. And they were right, like, oh, right, bro right. contest. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Okay, that's a compelling argument for, for Team Jacob. Thank you. Thank you. Um, I don't know. I feel like Edward is, I kind of, I, okay, here's, I'm going to be painfully academic. Uh, I read like a, <laughs> a article kind of like on Twilight and like the phenomena of teen girls like reacting to like romance teen romance let me just say that mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. they kind of like paint edward as like this like heathcliff um is i think is that charlotte bronte is that jane Eyre? um that's whatever um, one he um, is from um one of those yeah so they kind of like compared him to that oh bronte, oh, bronte. okay uh perfect they kind of compared him to to heathcliff and i was like i think that that's like the best way for me to in like kind of embody why I was so into him because he was just like mm-hmm. dark and like brooding. And I was just, I was all over that. Like <laughs> that was like my perfect boyfriend. And like, he was so mysterious and he would come to her room at night and like, they weren't doing anything, but like he would just stare at her and like, he was always looking out for her and like thinking about her. And I just, you know, I was all for that. I can see mm-hmm. how it's creepy, obviously, like as in a 21 year old. Right, but, like, right. Me in high school, I was like, whoa. Or not, not high school, I guess, grammar school. I was just like, whoa, that's what I want my boyfriend to be like. And he's so loyal and he just, he loves her so much. <laughs> yeah, we were so young. This was like, this was like, I don't know, like it really did like shape the way people like viewed relationships or the way like, you know, like, yeah, we we were just like, we were just kids. We didn't really yeah. know. And it, and it seemed romantic. I mean, if they, you know, they put a hot guy <laughs> acting on a screen, they add, you know, the right lighting and the right music, you know, that's <laughs> romance, baby, you know? Yeah, yeah. And he, so, and he was just, um, oh yeah. And also I guess Robert Pattinson, he's always been hot to me. Like that, <laughs> I that was a huge factor. After a goblet of fire, I was like, ooh, welcome back. Baby. Yeah, I think I've been, um, I think I've been, what is it called? I've been, I've changed my mind. I've been converted. I agree. <laughs> I agree. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. And I think that like, especially like looking at, you know, the way, you know, Edward treats, treats Bella. I said tweets, <laughs> <laughs> treats Bella. There's like this, definitely this element of definitely like toxic masculinity and stuff. I don't know if like a lot of people know, but there's even like a book written from Edwards. Like she started, like Stephanie Meyer started like it from yeah. Edward's perspective, Midnight <laughs> Sun. And <laughs> she would get yeah. mad. <laughs> and then apparently she tried to write it again and then it something happened again. So she's like is never gonna finish it. But yeah. I read it for this for this essay I actually wrote in an English class about toxic masculinity in Twilight. When I was reading through it, I was just so surprised at how I guess like I don't know, creepy he was. Like, every other page was him stalking her in some context where it was, like, he, like, wouldn't, like, leave her alone. Like, even in parts in, like, the book and just, like, in Twilight where Bella's just chilling. This is before, she, you know, she gets, like, you know, she's with him and she likes him and everything. He's still there. Like, there's, mm-hmm. like, a thing where she just went to, like, this, like, it's a day that they went hunting, you know? Yeah. They were supposed to go hunting. And then they're like, oh, they went on a camping trip when it's sunny. And Bella was, you know, just like going about her day. That whole time, Edward was there. He didn't even go Seriously? hunting. He just oh, stared at her. Uh, yeah. Now I need to read it. And then she went to like a, yeah, you have to read. He, she like went to the meadow or something. And she was just like reading a book. And she was just like straight up sleeping. And Edward, there's like three pages, like five pages in like this like midnight sun where it's just like, 
I'm watch I was watching Bella. Oh, she's reading Bronte, <laughs> like something like that. <laughs> Where it's just like now when you look back on it, that's like the ultimate red flag. Oh, before oh, yeah. the relationship even starts. Yeah. You know. You that's not the way to do it. Uh, <laughs> it's yeah. so creepy. Yeah. And and in that sense, I think Alice and Jasper were the was one of the healthier relationships mm-hmm. in the whole series. I agree with you. Um, they were, they have, they just, they outsold. Rosalie and Emmett, annoying. <laughs> Esme and Carlisle, uh, kind of boring, you know? But Alice and Jasper, yeah, yeah. Uh, both of their powers were awesome, and they were just, they were so, ooh, chef's kiss. Truly a power yeah. couple. Even though Jasper was Truly. a Confederate soldier, you know, we won't talk about that. But, oh, God. Um, <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, yeah. That's, you know, you know. Uh, and, you know, I like how Stephanie Meyer adds, like, where, where adds, like, she's like, she, there's like a line in the book, I think, I don't remember, but it's, it's like, he was remorseful yeah. or something like that. It's like, it's like, he was a Confederate soldier, but it's chill because he feels bad. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, I forgot all about that. If you had to, if you had to rank the Cullens, I guess, in terms of like hotness okay this is all the girls girls and boys who what how would you how would you go about that okay um is this including bella like as she is in the end of the series and she's like you know a vampire are we including renesme are we just going with like the the let's just go with the family like the original okay 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 so ooh, i'm gonna i'm not gonna say like you're number one or whatever but like i'll put the ones I like towards the top. So like all the okay, way at the okay. bottom. Uh we got Rosalie. Mm-hmm. I can't I oh can't stand her. Like I understand <laughs> her story. I understand why she's angry, but like it just like after a hundred years, why are you taking it out on poor Bella? Like she's just giving Edward some love. I don't get. Um so Rosalie is mm-hmm. I put her towards the bottom. And then I guess I'll put Emmett there too because I didn't really like he was just kind of a frat boy, right? Yeah, I don't think he has that much, like, character development. Yeah, yeah. I remember his story was, like, he got yeah. attacked by a bear. <laughs> Carlisle saved him. That's it. Oh, yeah. yeah. No, no, it was it was Rosalie. Oh, okay, okay. Well, I guess that is cute. No, yeah, yeah. yeah. They're cute. I, They're cute. I but still. That. But, um, okay, so Rosalie is at the bottom. And then we got Emmett coming up towards the top, I guess. And then I will put Esme down there. I hate to do it to her, but, I mean, again, little character development. Then I'll put, I'll put Carlisle, I guess, you know. I feel like he's, like, a nice middle. He's a good guy. No, no, i put Jasper third, and then Edward, and then Alice. Yeah, Alice is my favorite. Oh, wow, even more than Edward? Yeah, yeah, she's so cool. Wow. She was so good to Bella, okay. like, from okay. the jump. Ugh, she's just great. She's a good character. Yeah. I feel like she's the one who really saved everyone at the mm-hmm. end, too. Like, that, was, that was because of Alice. Yeah. She had a vision. <laughs> she did that oh my gosh let's oh we're not talking about the movies yet but okay yeah what's your ranking okay okay my ranking let's see i guess there's not really anyone i genuinely dislike but i'm gonna have to agree on like esme being near the end just because like i yeah i don't know anything about her Mm -hmm. really i mean obviously as a true twilight fan did i go on the wiki like five (laughs) times and read like her story with carlisle yes did I still get nothing out of that? Also, <laughs> yes. So, yeah, she's definitely going near the end. And then I'm going to put Carlisle just because I this this is going to be controversial. And I understand this. But I, I don't think Edward really ever wanted to be a vampire. And no matter what Edward's mom told him, obviously she did not know he was like, you know, like a, a, 
a 13th century vampire when she told him to save her son no matter what, you know? Like, mm-hmm. I don't think that's what she had in mind. And I don't think that's, like, what Edward had in mm-hmm. mind. So I don't really get that. And I under, like, I get that he was, like, trying... And he also, like, you know, like, converted Edward. I don't know who bit Rosalie. But I feel like Carla did that, obviously, to, like, make them, like, mates. But, like, you can't just play, like, supernatural matchmaker <laughs> like that. Just, like, oh, she's pretty. She's on the brink of death. Yeah. You know? I didn't, I just didn't understand, like, why he had to play God like that. And I know, like, if that wouldn't have happened, we wouldn't have had a plot, you know, all that, blah, blah. But I just didn't, I just don't, I don't get Carlisle for doing that in the first place. It's not, like, his, his place to choose. So that's why I put him near the end. And then I'm, like, whatever about Emmett. Um, I don't think he ever does anything, like, really good for Bella. Except, I guess, like, when they were trying to protect her from... I guess the Volturi and then the other one, but like mm-hmm. he did that because of family. So I, I'm, I'm mad at him. And then I, I, I like Jasper. Um, you mean uh, you mean Sokka? Yeah. <laughs> Am I saying his name right? Yeah. <laughs> no, in the in the M Night Shyamalan movie, he says Soka. Oh, you mean Soka? My bad, Soka. <laughs> Soka. I'm dead. He he he's like he's like we're gonna keep we're gonna keep the original. We're gonna say the Indian name, but we're gonna keep it <laughs> white people. <laughs> wow. It's a whole mess. A whole mess. So I keep Sokka, Soka in the middle. And then I guess like everyone else at the top. Like honestly, like I get where Rosalie's coming from because I think like and this isn't like me saying I like mm-hmm. her, I guess, more in the sense where like that's just her personality. Like I think the reason why she's so bitter towards Bella is because Edward rejected her and she's like this apparently like ethereal wait. like beauty. Oh wait, that happened. Oh yeah, my god. Yeah. You just unlocked like a, a <laughs> deep, a deep deeply locked bit of trivia from the book. <laughs> I think it's becoming clear who the real Twilight oh, is, so oh shit, okay. you got me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so remember, like, he rejected mm-hmm. her? That's probably also why she doesn't like Bella yeah. that much. Even though she has Emmett, it's just, like, I guess, like, just, like, her personality. I guess. Yeah. That's, like, you know, that's just how she is. I don't know. She's, like, I guess, I think Rosalie's kind of a, okay, <laughs> not to go, like, intellectual, but I think she might be a projection of, like, Stephanie Meyer because she's, like, very pro-life, you know? And that's, like, very, you know, <laughs> Yeah. Mormon ideology, yeah. I you know. Think about so that. I feel That's like a really good point. Oh yeah, in my paper, like you know, I do, <laughs> you know, a little research. Um, I mean, this is just my also like my opinion, but I think that like she could be like just like a projection of Stephanie Meyer. Mm-hmm. I mean, every character is a projection of Stephanie Meyer, but definitely like Rosalie's character and like the pro life mm-hmm. sense. Oh my god, this is taking such a long time on my rankings. And then everyone else is at the top. <laughs> I like I, I like Alice a lot too. I like Edward. Well, you know, objectively. Would you put him at the top? Um, okay. No, I think I would put... I think I would put... I'd also put Alice, okay. you know? I think she's my favorite. Okay, and, and if we yeah. were including Bella, I think I would put Bella at the top. Um, she was only yeah. there for, like, one movie as, like, married and True. all crap. I think she would make... I think she would make decent money if she did, like, an, a longer epilogue. I think I think people would appreciate that. Especially now, like, you know, there's, like, this revival in twilight right. like the amount of tiktoks tweets and the tiktoks oh my it's, god i uh i love uh, the the dance so if i get confident enough i'll put it on tiktok um okay amazing. so that's our ranking of the cones i mean mostly yeah yeah i, I okay not it made me that makes me feel a little bad for putting rosalie so low um it's just based no, I see her justification. Though. Like I get her backstory. I I feel for her. But, She's just annoying. Oh though. Like I don't I don't like. Yeah. Right, right. So I, I feel like ranking is based on who you like. If you don't like her, you put yeah. at the bottom. You know that's that's yeah. fair. Like that's like fair. we couldn't be in the same house. I don't think it wouldn't work. Oh out. yeah. How do you feel about the way 
you saw the characters in the stories in the books versus the movies. And I guess I can like cover like casting too. But like, how did mm-hmm. that change for you? Like reading it first, or no, you said you watched it first, but you did read it like soon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did read it. So mm-hmm. like, how are the, how are those differences for you? Well, I think in the in the books. The way Stephanie Meyer kept emphasizing that Bella was white, like, do you, if, I don't know if you like remember like the the care like the adjectives that she would use, but she was like she's like snow, she looks like snow, she's pale, yeah. she's straight up white, she's the color of a white wall, she's white. <laughs> so I always, I guess, I just always assumed that Bella was going to be white, and then Edward's going to be white. Mm-hmm. Like everyone was just going to be like it was just me like super white. Um, and again, of course, you know how I felt about Robert Pattinson in the beginning and his shortcomings. So I I accepted you know someone else for Edward. It's okay though. I've I you know I've accepted it. Yeah. But the thing is with Jacob with Taylor Lautner, I totally thought he was like a person of color. Oh my god! I totally god, thought he was Native American or Indigenous. Yeah. Right. That was that was really sneaky. Like I hate that they did that because they did a a decent job casting like a lot of the other people on the reservation, but he yeah. he's literally spray tanned <laughs> or just like, right. You know. Like the, yeah. the, like the one person who's like, who's like supposed like the main, like native American or like, I guess like person of color character. Mm-hmm. They, they make like a, a, a spicy white, like he's a spicy yeah. white, I'd say. Yeah. Right. Doesn't he say he's like Scandinavian? Like <laughs> when people are like, Oh, are you native American? I think he said he was like one fifteen something. If not, then he was just like, Oh, like, I am Scandinavian or Norwegian, yeah. as if that like makes it <laughs> automatically a minority. Um, We're, I'm, I'm, I'm part but of I remember Europe's him saying minority. that, right? In the grand scheme of Europe, yeah, I am. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I definitely think they use that to their advantage because they never, they definitely never like straight up said. I guess you wouldn't need to say like you know you're white or whatever, but I definitely think they use that to their advantage. Like him looking like I guess like spicy white or potentially like ethnically maybe ambiguous. Mm-hmm. Even his father, yeah. he's done a lot of other stuff. Like he is oh, Native really? American, yeah. So I'm like, how dare you? Like, oh God. And you, I feel like you know right. Stephanie Meyer was <laughs> behind that. She wanted to keep it, keep it clutch, keep it 100 percent white. Right. Yeah. So yeah, it's like come out in like recent years that Stephanie Meyer and one of the producers, I forgot her name, but a Karen both b- the director wanted it to be more diverse and both Stephanie Meyer and this producer essentially said mm-hmm. no and they casted people that they wanted um like w- like white people and I guess they like they were like well like we're gonna throw a little bit of diversity we're gonna make like Eric Asian or something yeah, like yeah. maybe you know like there's a yeah. little sprinkle there here and there we're gonna for flavor like if I was Stephanie Meyer she's like for flavor in Eclipse I'm gonna write about I'm gonna make up a story about the great Taha Aki and it's just it's gonna be so good <laughs> And so accurate to Native American stories. Like, oh my God. And I think, like, the worst part of, like, especially that in, like, Native Americans is that the people, the actual, like, Native and Indigenous people, like, in Forks or in the Seattle area, they've gotten no money from, like, the Twilight people. Like, the town has definitely gotten, like, a lot of revenue and, like, money since, like, the movie. Like, people visit. There's, like, a whole, like, book tour, I think, or something like that. Mm -hmm. But the actual, like, Native Americans, like, indigenous people, they've gotten no money from this, like, huge multi-million dollar franchise. They didn't, they weren't even properly really acknowledged. Bits and parts of their, like, stories and, like, you know, their heritage and practices that was taken. And, yeah, I just think overall, like, even, like, you know, like, now, like, I, I don't know if, like, anyone's, like, apologized or done anything, but it's, it's, it just makes no sense. Yeah, it, it does not make sense. I think it's really interesting how she's just, like, been so committed to keeping it 
white. Like, I know the director you're talking about, like, in the first movie, like, there's a difference. Because in the first one, you know, mm-hmm. there's all different types of kids. And they're still there in the other movies. But, you know, they're they're just more, like, present than in the other three movies or four movies, I guess. And, you know, you have you have Laurent and, like, <laughs> and some of the wolves and, like, the, the vampires who come in the end. But, like, as part of, like, mm-hmm. the narrative mm-hmm. and, like, screen time... Like, they're just not really there after a certain point in the series. And even, like, background characters. I do remember in, like, the first Twilight movie having seen, like, more, like, people color in the background. The guy who who hit her with the car. What was his name? Tyler (laughs) Taylor. And that's on diversity. (laughs) And I think that, like, Stephanie Meyer, like, herself, like, you know, like, being Mormon and incorporating a lot of religious aspects into that, I think that also goes hand in hand a little bit, I think, with, the whiteness and like the way she kind of would describe like Bella and Edward. And there's definitely like a lot of like religious themes. Like it's like very Christian. Mm -hmm. If you really like take a step back, you take out the whole actual, like, you know, vampire and potential Satan stuff with that. Everything else is (laughs) take out the Satan and it's Christian. But there's definitely like a lot of, in the sense where it's like Edward, you know, like he's like, I won't like do anything until we're married or like, you know, like, or just the way he treats her, he's like, he's like, I'm going to treat you like a lady. I don't know why I was in a British accent. <laughs> that element of the way Edward treats Bella is very Victorian mm-hmm. and like gothic. I feel like it's like gothic literature yeah. a little bit. In that yeah, sense. definitely. And there's even a scene in, I think, the first one when Bella's like coming over to the house for the first time. She's across and then Carlisle's like <laughs> confused. And then they have like a conversation about the irony of like a vampire being religious and like believing in God and like, where are we going after we die? Like it, it's like, it's very kind of like tucked in there. Like the things that we're talking about references, but they're definitely there. I feel like this is like that, like twilight or that twilight episode of parks and rec where they're arguing where one guy's just like, he's like, there are overt Christian themes. (laughs) And then the, and then Marsha Langman, she's like, she's like, there's a lot of quivering. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, (laughs) <laughs> it's true there is there's a lot of staring mm-hmm. there's a but to me that adds more to the christian aspect in the sense where it's like edward wouldn't even really touch her or like do anything he was just like you know he's just like i'm a gentleman mm-hmm. not till marriage <laughs> even though he's like this hundred something year old yeah. vampire i like you that know? you're staying true to robert pattinson's uh accent <laughs> yeah. i mean it's as if he's here right now <laughs> honestly i wish you're gonna see him as batman soon. oh yeah i'm actually a little excited for that i, I want to see how he right oh zoe kravitz too. oh yeah Ugh. she's catwoman yeah she's oh, catwoman oh my gosh so yeah excited. i really hope it's not a shit movie as the movies kind of like went on they started to cater to like making it like capitalizing off of it like the looks like the way they do their makeup is more like polished and like they look more adult even though the time that's passed i think is like bella's junior year to like the end of her senior year um when they're in school so they they look really like drastically different yeah they really changed their makeup from the first film that you're so right and it's i don't know what it is yeah i don't like, I mean, yeah. obviously they have to, like, sell merchandise and make them look good for, like, posters and, like, promotions and stuff. But I feel like a, like after the second movie, like, after New Moon, they just, like, really wanted to make them, like, grown up. And, like, maybe that was a signal for, like, kids who had, like, started watching it. Like, you know, you need to grow up a little bit, too. Or, <laughs> I don't know. 
Um, mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. just always interesting when those things shift. Like like in Goblet of Fire, when all of a sudden it was like really dark and like for adults. Yeah. Right. It's just completely different. Yeah, definitely the tonal shift happened like real mm-hmm. fast. And then I like how like especially like in Breaking Dawn, they have a little sprinkle of like on, like I guess like one or two people of color too, like with Rami Malik. Yeah. Um, it's Malik. funny because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm an ex Stan. Let's not talk Wait, about that. <laughs> you're completely an ex Stan. I thought you still liked him at least a little bit. No, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I could do a whole thing about that. I I don't know how I feel about him right now, but definitely I wouldn't say I'm a stan. <laughs> He's canceled. No, I just I don't know. I just like with the whole like Bohemian Rhapsody oh, thing, yeah. and just like just that whole controversy, and just the way he handled things. I guess like maybe he was like told like apparently he was like told to do that by like PR people, but still like he's his own person. Yeah. You know, like you like the things you say like. You have to stick yeah. by them. But anyways, he and his I back when I like would watch like every single interview and whatever, he was in an interview where he's talking about Twilight and he made this joke where he was like, Oh yeah, like I was in there for like the length of like a Coke commercial or something. <laughs> which is true. If you were to add up his total screen time, it's like less than a like two mm-hmm. minutes. Yeah, and he's like really the only like prominent I think there's like, well, I mean, there, there's like two like Russian dudes. <laughs> They're not people of color, but it's funny. Oh my god! They're like they with the accents and everything. We've been waiting for a thousand years. Is that how they cuss? Right. Yeah, <laughs> that's they ex- want to fight. Mia, I feel like I'm watching the movie <laughs> right now. <laughs> thank you, thank you. Um, and then there's Lee Pace's character, and I, oh, you know, you know how I, you know how yes, we feel over here. Lee Pace, his makeup, ooh, he looks great. He looked great. His character, I probably bad, right? He was bad. He right? was he was on their side. He was like nomadic. If I remember the books correctly, oh. he was like, "Yeah, I fought in the Revolutionary War, and you know, we'll get those red coats. We'll get the Volturi, just like we got the red coats." So he's like, "Matt, basically." <laughs> That's what I remember from him. Wow, that's exact. Again, Lee Pace, <laughs> are you here? Is he tuned in? <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. I think that like definitely they tried to sprinkle their like they're like here's a little you know like seasoning yeah, yeah. you know they tried to a little like you know how white people use seasoning just a pinch of salt yeah. and here's some from the amazon so. and here's some from egypt and that's it <laughs> basically <laughs> i thought it was funny that rami malik his character he controlled elements right mm-hmm. and i don't know and that wasn't ever really used. no like it was i guess but it could have been used yeah. way more the man was essentially the avatar honestly okay. And it, it wasn't even used in, like, actual battle, because that battle wasn't real. Or when he did use it, it could have... I think it was it was pretty cool, but again, literally the Avatar, mm. he could have, like, literally electrocuted all of them on the spot yeah. if he really wanted yeah. to. Or, like, throw the snow yeah. on them so he can run away or something. Exactly, yeah. exactly. Could have been better. But one thing that I will agree... And that I think a lot of people would agree is that it's its original soundtrack and its soundtrack was ahead of oh, its time. Oh, absolutely. That first movie. Yeah, I like. Oh, mm-hmm. Like, I just, <laughs> every new song <laughs> is just like a different scene. Like, when I go back over the playlist, right. I can just see the scene. Like, I can see her walking into the school. And then a new moon, I can see her, you know, like the infamous scene where she's like depressed in her chair and, you know, the monks are going by. And oh yeah like you're like it's like a like the it goes around her and it's like each one. Yeah, yeah 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 that shot yeah. and these are they were these pretty big name artists like i remember radiohead being on one of these like soundtracks oh no yeah. way i didn't know that oh my god yeah i think it's the i just remember song. like claire de lune yeah yeah, yeah. Well, i mean i mean it's like it's such like a 
iconic song today. And I'm sure part of that is, you know, like Twilight really, I don't, I don't know when the song came out. I, I was, I was going to say like, it's a revival, but it could have come out in like 2008. I don't know, but whatever it is, it's still like whenever when people hear Claire de Lune, they really do think Twilight. Like I, at least I do. And I think a lot of people do mm-hmm. too. And of course, Bella's lullaby, like <laughs> we all know. I remember, I think in one of my piano recitals, like somebody played that. And it was really good. And we all really enjoyed it because <laughs> we love Twilight. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Exactly. But it's just the soundtracks are so like adult hipstery and like it just it they definitely did a great job of tapping into like the Pacific Northwest and like what it feels like and what it kind of sounds like out there. And it's interesting because I I haven't really been to the Pacific North, like specifically like that Seattle, whatever area, but I'm sure if I were to go, I'm not to say I would live Twilight, but I think that they did a really great job of like, I don't know, setting the scene from people I've like people I know from Seattle too. Like they say like, oh, like, yeah, the rain and like the Evergreen, like it just, it just sets like, it's just like when you think of like Twilight, you also think of that too, like the setting and everything. It's just very ingrained. Yeah. Wow. We've been going for 45 minutes. Look at that. <laughs> there's a lot to talk there about. Is. Twilight is, I mean, there's, there's like, there's so much more too. like the whole, uh, you know, like the picture of, of Robert Pattinson, and Kristen Stewart, Kristen looking like super, like the yeah. both of them looking like super oh gay, my God. If, <laughs> like gay best friends. If I, could, yeah. I wish I could make it visible to people listening. Like it's, it's just a great picture. <laughs> it's just a great, yeah, I guess it's harder to talk about pictures <laughs> on a podcast, but yeah. if you know what we're talking about, then you, and you immediately conjured it in your mind. Like if you know, you know, yeah, you know, yeah. they're both in flannels or something. Uh, <laughs> right it's obvious um and it's interesting because there's so much pr around that relationship but christian stewart recently well not recently but she wore a t-shirt which he's like can't like a can a person like wear or can't per- be in like a relationship for pr or something mm-hmm. like that like where it's just like it really makes us speculate now whether that relationship was ever real yeah. like do you think they were honestly together like do you really think they dated i i don't know like knowing what their personas are like i think it's highly unlikely that they dated for more than like a couple of months while they were like filming and then after that they had to like keep it up for appearances yeah because i I think they liked each other like genuinely as like co-stars until that stuff happened with the director if that's even still though if they weren't really dating right well i think it was true but even if they weren't like even if they stopped dating like if they're not dating then why would you care so yeah i think i think that they were like i think like right now and it sucks because i think they could have been like really really good friends yeah now they don't really interact with each other and again it could be because of the fact that you know like they did indeed date and she did cheat on him and there's that whole thing but and then there's it's interesting fan pressure too like because the fans just oh yeah with that truly yeah truly i'm sure they were forced to like for pr and other stuff to like either like a lie about the relationship or b when they did break up to keep pretending as if they were yeah dating. yeah they were like their pr agents or whatever their actual agent you know to keep like the fans happy and to like keep the like buzz mm-hmm. or whatever like going yeah because twilight really is not twilight without the fans like it wouldn't have been possible if like thousands of teenage girls and boys hadn't like um mm-hmm gone crazy for it so they definitely have to keep right happening. right yeah yeah, yeah. and I, yeah i think at the end of the day it was definitely it was definitely the power of all the current emos e-girls boys <laughs> e-everybody e-people everybody yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's definitely you know that that single-handedly shaped those years in terms of pop media pop yeah. culture so yeah, it really shaped us as adults <laughs> 
we're all yeah, depressed yeah. and watching Twilight right now in <laughs> quarantine. So <laughs> right, right, and we're depressed. Why? Because <laughs> no, I was gonna say because of Twilight. No. <laughs> But Twilight definitely, like, yeah, it's shaped, it's definitely shaped, like, people. And even if, like, people didn't even enjoy Twilight, just because it was everywhere, it, everyone knows mm-hmm. it. And I think that's very powerful. Right. yeah. And it has, it has right. the rewatch value. It has the, the meme value. Um, <laughs> to yeah. this day. To this day. To this day. Uh, <laughs> anything else you want to hit on about Twilight? I think I'm good for okay. today. But I definitely think this is something we could revisit in the future. Oh, maybe. yeah, definitely. Go book by book, movie by movie, shot for shot. Movie by movie. <laughs> Potential revival if they do that, Ooh. which they might. I mean, if they're doing a Lord of the Rings one and they're probably doing a Harry Potter one in the next 10 years, why not a Twilight oh. one, you know? Do you mean a revival with the original people, like, in the future? Oh, I mean, like, a redo, a remake. I, w- I, don't, I wonder if they can do it, but... I guess we'll see. They'll definitely try, yeah. but I don't know how well it would do. But they're definitely going to try. Just because, like, honestly, also, like, thinking about money-wise, like, it's made, like, probably several billion. Oh, yeah. In total. Yeah. At least one billion. They were both probably, like, the highest-paid actors for that time. Yeah, Robert Pattinson yeah. was. He was the highest-paid actor during okay, that time. yeah. But, yeah. Well, thank you for tuning in. <laughs> yeah. To our... To our, our conversation. <laughs> our, our, yeah, literal... <laughs> <laughs> um next if you have any suggestions for what we want to talk about next week or just suggestions in general mm-hmm. you can follow us on our instagram that we will make soon probably yeah yeah we'll you we will be up and running soon <laughs> yes yes and we will have a, a podcast right. title soon yeah and we'll have a name <laughs> okay all right all right tuning out roger tuning roger out. oh <laughs> roger roger autobots roll autobots out roll out